Hello, <coughs> welcome back to Mr. Arsenal podcast. And, uh, I don't know. Can we celebrate, guys? Can we celebrate yet? Are we allowed? Still smiling. Still smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we're not allowed to celebrate, so I don't know. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> still full, still clear. Take that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm sure. Get annoyed with me, Ryan. Sorry, I didn't catch that. I got a box of chocolates, but you'll get annoyed if I start eating them. You know, celebration. <laughs> so I'm not going to eat. Them. I won't eat. Them. Just leave it to the side. Right? <laughs> it's that Gubby Abongnehorn, Jimmy O'Hara that says we can't celebrate. <laughs> oh, he, got yeah, little, yeah. he got made a new one today, didn't he? Oh, I love Laura Woods. She's brilliant. <laughs> like, listen, listen back to this back in November last year. He's like, oh, Stephen Gerrard, I love it. He's him celebrating a goal like it's a cup final. Fast forward a few months. How dare they celebrate? I know, yeah. It would help it's if you good. had a memory, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you can't celebrate and and celebrate a win and a goal, what, what can you celebrate now then, exactly? <laughs> exactly. You know, taking physical contact out of the game, what's left, you know? Oh, no, I oh, know. By the way, before we get, get, get into it all, guys, uh, there is a link in the description for a GoFundMe. Not for me, it's for a friend of the channel and a friend of ours, Ola. He's basically... Um, how can I put it? He's, been a, he's a carer, basically, for mainly for uh, dis people with disabilities. And he's been doing it just before, before the pandemic and all the way through. No quiz, no buts, no if, but, no, no if, if or maybes and all that crap. And now he's got to renew his residency or something like that, and basically all the all the all the fees and everything is all piled up, and he, it's basically a bit overwhelming, so we say. So I'm I'm trying to do my bit to try and get that the link out there and try and get get him over that mark asap. He's he's over halfway. Everyone else has done their bit. He's not far off the, after what he needs, but yeah, if anything you can do, link is in the description. Just. Even if it's a pound, two pound, anything, it's massively appreciated. And he's a gooner, but yeah, he's one of the most genuine guys you're going to find on social media, basically. Um, but yeah, we've got, we've got a bit of fun in the chat, it's not happy. <laughs> Alex, Alex Vinan says, one nil to the referee. <laughs> like, um, did you watch the game? You should have been down to 10 men, not nine men, actually, in one incident. Let's not even go there, that one. <laughs> but Melvin, I'll we'll start with you this week. Um, what was your thoughts on the game? When you watched it and the events that unfolded in it? What we're talking about the last game, obviously not the Liverpool one, the last one. Yeah, the, the most recent one. The one we, the one oh, we yeah. won. <laughs> Just piss everyone off. I don't want to remind the guy, but the one we won, one nil. No, um, it was first half was terrific. We've been on an upward uh, incline the last few weeks and uh, that was no change there bit worrying that we not clinical enough and that might come to bite us on the bum i reckon you know in a mm. couple of day, games time i mean we could have been three, two or three up easy it, we we're in a canton second half when you've battered a team because they showed nothing really first half miller when you batter a team and they go in one nil down they think like they're winning because they're in with a chance of nicking something we've seen it so many times before with us i remember in the navery days of Fabregas, we were away from home. We used to absolutely, you know, really play well against teams. And, you know, this is easy, this is easy. 
one nil up and before you blink you're two one down how did that happen and i think that was a little bit of my worry on on uh, the other day against villa that we we're so much ahead that when they went in at half time i thought oh come on come on don't do anything silly second half and we did actually we took we did come a gear off because they actually mm. thought they've got nothing to lose we basically we, we should have lost the game in the first half villa must have thought so let's just go for it we've got nothing to lose here we're not defending anything and I thought that though they didn't make that many chances, there weren't that many chances actually, in no. fairness. But you just in your stomach, you're feeling, could this happen? Could this happen? Because as I say, we've seen it so many times before. Some of the football was terrific. Some of the players that have played very, very, very well didn't show again. I thought Odegaard had a not as good. That was okay, but for the standard that he's produced recently, he wasn't quite up for it. But my big thing from the game was the two subs that came on. Uh, Pepe and um, Eddie. I, you know, I think that you can, can you you can get banned for taking drug inducing um, like drugs. You can get done for taking mm. drugs, can't you? In, in uh, yeah. football, but can you take? Would you also get to, to help your performance? Yeah, can you get done if you take a drug to make you play worse? Because I think that's what Pepe actually did. <laughs> he must have taken the drug to say, "Oh, like, I don't fancy it today." I'll. Uh, because his performance, it was like, what are you doing? Why are you giving free kicks away in the last minute outside the box where the guy's running down a channel? Why are you kicking a ball in the air when you should be clearing it from your own box? But I don't know what he was doing back there in the first place. He was actually, he was, I don't know how long it was on, was he 10, 15 minutes? He was a liability. Yeah. He was an yeah. absolute <laughs> liability. And you don't say that about a forward very often, do you? But that's what he was. And Eddie... I mean, if the body language, you know, if you could bottle that, you could sell it, couldn't you? That body language. I mean, come on, he just, I don't know whether he wasn't interested or he just, I don't know, something he'd eaten. He was, it was just his touch. I mean, it was, that was shocking. Listen, they, we've done very well. And I tell you, he's played very well recently, obviously, is Lacazette. But, 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 mm. but, 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 I still want to afford to score goals. Sorry. In games like that, you need to do it. He, he should have given it square for Odegaard. Mm. Uh, Saka should have given it square for Odegaard, acres of space. Mm. And it just, you know, when you miss chances like that, the back of your mind, you worry, oh, could that cost us? And, and thankfully, it didn't. But some of the football we played, especially first half, was terrific. Really good to watch. It wasn't as... Um, it, it wasn't as cool as like the other game we played the other week uh, when we beat Leicester, where we could actually relax. It wasn't as relaxing as the other game, the Leicester game, but it was still very good. It's a big, big up where we were a few weeks ago, and uh, we are playing as a team, mm. even without our strongest team. Mm. You know, we haven't, I mean, as well as Cedric's been playing, Tommy is an upgrade. Is there no, really what's happened to Tommy? Is there, do we know what's happened now? He does done right. both his calves, hasn't he? He did one and he did the other one. Straight after, I think. Yeah, well, so I think it's yeah, hopefully we'll be back in, after internationals. Hopefully, that's what. Yeah, well, that's good news. He's only got two carbs, isn't he? So that's good news. So. Yeah, he can't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But um, I mean, the, the main person I sort of I'm taking away from recently is part Thomas Partey. Oh yeah, it's a the sudden. <laughs> The performance levels from Partey and his overall gameplay is miles ahead of what we've ever seen from him, even at Old Trafford last season. 
and it's consistent now as well. Mm. Which is good to see him dictating the tempo of the game, getting stuck yeah. in, being that all part, all things aside here. That Patrick Vieira we used to have that used to do the exact same thing, getting stuck in, break up the play, link up the, the, the attack, and just be that solid anchor between the midfield and defence. Mm. Sometimes when he gets the the ball's coming towards him and he moves his body, the whole crowd go one way, don't they? And he goes the other. Yeah. He was a Rolls-Royce with a, with a Ford engine recently. Now he's got his Rolls-Royce Rolls engine now. So we've got the whole thing now. Superb. Absolutely superb. I mean, Steve, what about yourself? What was your thoughts on the whole game itself? Yeah, I think, um, as Melvin said, really, I mean, we obviously had a couple of enforced changes, didn't we? You know, Leno and goal. I mean, I mean, to be fair, he... It was the last minute save, wasn't it? That was his contribution mm. to the game, really, wasn't it? Which you know you can't not because you know you got the concentration. The fact he's not been playing, you know, gets a very quiet game, really, mm. and he's still got to pull it out in the last minute. Um, you know, I'm not sure if the shot was going in. I didn't really get the right angle to see if it was going in, but either way, he, he saved it and he, he he kept it out from a you know the four players running in, didn't he? So. Um, yeah, Odegaard sort of had a quieter game, but then to be fair, Coutinho, you, you hardly saw him in the game, did you? And yet he's been ripping up the league games recently, yeah. four out of five goals, you know, but he didn't really cause us any problems. In fact, nobody really called us any problems at all, really. Any problems that happened were our own sort of doing, oh, really, and there wasn't really much of that either. So, Pepe. I don't know what it is with Pepe. He seems to have a good half hour, and then he, he'll play three or four games where he's just not, not of the races, is he? You know, and um, and Nketiah, I mean, it's it's almost like well, that is it's worn out. We've got to bring somebody on, mm. um, you know. So, but overall, you know, another three points, another clean sheet. We didn't let the Liverpool game really affect our confidence. We started the mm. game as we've started all the games, even the Liverpool game, really, and. Um, yeah, we just dominated, and as Mel said, we we are a bit wasteful. I think we try and sometimes mm. we try and find that extra pass when it's not needed, you know, mm. or we might pick out the wrong pass where you can see that there's a, a player free, and we seem to I don't know, we just seem to go the other way, and that's just one of those things, isn't it, really? Um, but overall, you know, we won the game. We weren't really under a lot of pressure. I wasn't hiding behind the sofa at any point in the game, um, so. You know, we move on to the next game. You know, international break, so we've got two weeks before another game ish. Literally 14 days today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, you know, so hopefully Tommy will be back. I don't suppose Tommy will be going to the, I don't know if Japan's got any internationals during this break, but um, he probably won't be going to those, will he? And obviously Ramsdale is now out of the international, so I don't know if he's going to be out for a while, um, which could mean Leno will play in the next game. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, and Martinelli was ill, wasn't he? So I don't know if that's COVID or he was just ill. I don't know. But um, well, the club was the club was stating it wasn't COVID related. It's just yeah, yeah. Thing. So again, you know, we shut them out. They're a decent side, Villa, and they're playing at yeah. home. So mm. you know, all all in all, another was that five away wins on the spin. Haven't done that since twenty fifteen. Yeah, go. So yeah, still smiling. And I will just say, just because we've been on there for about 10 minutes, Harland will be coming to Arsenal, just for Andrew. Just for Andrew. Andrew, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. 
Melvin hasn't got a clue what we're all about. No, he hasn't got a clue. I do, I do. No, I watch, no, no, no. Andrew's been on. Oh, he's certainly... Yeah, he's on a, he's, even a group chat. He's on. Yeah, a, no, group, group on. Right, yeah, cool. He's a certain... Yeah, he's certain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you saw him at uh, some fish and chip shop locally, didn't he? Yeah, that's yeah, he's got his number plate written out already. Yeah, <laughs> he's bought yeah, the he's shirt. Um, even in three points in the clean sheet, come on, your gunners. Yeah, don't ever celebrate, can't celebrate, don't celebrate, not allowed. <laughs> um, that and Steve, one of the Steves has already joined us. He's saying. Obviously, what we we're talking about before joining while we we're talking, he's saying that's down to our tactics. We didn't allow we didn't allow them like Coutinho and Emmy Wendia to play their game and get involved and be influential as like they normally are. Our shape out of possession was superb. Yeah, it was. It's just as like, as Steve says, anything that went wrong in terms of having pressure on us was of our own doing, be it the long goal kicks. Every time Van Aller sent the goal kick trying to do what Ramsdale pretty much does is the thing is <laughs> every time he heaved it, it was overhoofing it back to their defence. It's going back yeah. up. He just hasn't got that in his game, is he? Those no. long ball passes, he just hasn't <clears> got that. He hasn't got the accuracy, is he? And but, I don't think the defence had the the confidence in Leno to do this, these uh, little passes and little triangles. No, Rab very mm. good because mm. they could have done that a bit more, but they they stopped us a little bit in the second half. But we could have actually played through that. We didn't. I don't, as I say, I don't think they had the confidence in Leno. But you know, his distribution was poor, but you only realize it's so poor is when you've got Ramsdale <laughs> in it everywhere like a quarterback. Pink 60 yard passes to the feet from Ramsdale, yeah. you know. Just, but he does it all the time. It's not, you can't even say it's a fluke. He does it every, he's no. always looking for it as well, isn't he? He's not, yeah. it's not just, you know, pot luck. He's doing it all the time. And of course, the players get used to that. They get used to, he's going he's gonna to find me now. He's going to find me with the ball. Mm. Um, so yeah, you know, but you know, Leno didn't do anything wrong from a goalkeeping no. point of view. No, from a goalkeeping point of view, for what his job was, sound, yeah, yeah. And what I liked most was that obviously he would have developed a situation that he was there, he actually made it, he went out of his way, no, I'm a, this is my team, da, 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 I'm gonna be there and support my team. Mm. And he even obviously posted it on his social media just before kickoff and all that. And at our full time whistle, his first protocol was go over to Leno and actually celebrate with Leno before going to celebrate the fans. And the, all yeah. the other players were like, No, go and celebrate with you've just saved or he stopped us, stopped them scoring the last minute there. Go and celebrate with the fans. Mm. Like, really, it's like, I'm liking this every week. We're talking about it now the, the, the camaraderie with the team, the togetherness that we're now seeing week in, week out, mm. not just the first 11, but the entire squad. You can't, you can't knock it enough. Again, this is another reason why I'm growing in confidence week by week. That top four, touch wood, is ours. Be it well, third or fourth, it is ours. It's ours to lose because, as Mel said, you know, we shouldn't have conceded that free kick in the 94th minute on the corner of our mm. box, should we? You know, Pepe should have had more sense that yeah. if we can't win the ball fairly, let, let him go. He's still got to do a lot with the ball to get it into our box. But giving them a free kick on the edge of our box with somebody like Coutinho, who could just literally do that in a flash, couldn't he? Mm, yeah. And he nearly did. And, you know, that was a mistake. If we'd have conceded then, that would have been all down to us. Yeah. And talking about the camaraderie, Ryan, and, and mm. also the fans pick it up on it, don't they? I mean, yeah. we were getting beat by 2 0 Liverpool the other night. No way we we're going to get back in the game, especially with five minutes to go. 
and the crowd was still singing all together. It was, I mean, go back a year or so, people would be going moaning and groaning, everyone would be leaving, but they weren't. It was fantastic, you know, to mm. hear the crowd singing like that when we're 2 0 down at home. So it, mm. it, it goes through the whole club. There's a great feel at the moment, mm. and long may it continue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, well go on. Sorry, come. No, I was just going to say, it all comes from the, the players, the manager, doesn't it? And the success mm. on the pitch. You know, and it's that they can tell now that, you know, years gone by, you could, you know, from kickoff, we were so lethargic and slow. And you just think they're not interested. They're not motivated to win the game. You know, whereas now from the kickoff, they're looking, they're, they're attacking, aren't they? They're, they're looking to be positive all the time. You know, and um, when we break with the ball, we're not looking, we're not breaking halfway down the pitch and then turning around and coming back again, a.k.a. Wobi, you know. Mm. You know, he'd bomb down the wing and then turn around and come back all the way back again, wouldn't he? So, um, well, even with, with the people we've got now, it's all to do with confidence because, yeah, absolutely. Like I said the other day on, on the rigid thing, I said, we've actually got people who want the ball, yeah. yeah. You know, when an Arsenal player gets the ball, he's got two or three op options. We never used to have that. When someone got the ball, everyone went, Oh, I don't want it, I'll, I'll, I'll hide mm -hmm. behind. Back and it's a big thing now, and they, they got the confidence of pinging it in the bone. The way Partey pings that ball forward into players' feet is unbelievable. He just picks people out, he doesn't need a big gap, does he? Just a little thing, bang, it goes. And it I think he's um, the attack. He's got used to playing the Premier League. Uh, you know, you don't see him get caught in possession anywhere near as often as we did when he first started, because the pace of the game is so much quicker. But now he seems to he seems to always got time, and he always seems to be able to pick out the right pass, doesn't he? Mm, yeah. You know, and, and in the central midfield, again, it just links it all up. I mean, he's now turning into the player we thought he was when we bought him, I think. Alex has asked about the tackle. I'm surprised mm. with that tackle... That Partey wasn't booked. Not Partey, Jacker wasn't booked. Mm -hmm. I'm really shocked. I thought we should have been booked, Jacker, for that tackle. Finally, <laughs> yeah. yeah, how dare you stand there and watch his team? Ghost tackles. You know, there's a lot of ghost tackles going around now. He'd done three mm. ghost tackles in the match, Jack. He weren't there, but he was. Uh, it was well, there's somebody who looked like him on the pitch. That's why he yeah. got the booking. Wearing a red, no, wearing a, wearing a, a light, was it a light yellow shirt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a cannon on it as well. There's a cannon. It's got to be. It's got to be Shaka, surely. <laughs> but yeah, touching on that. I mean, obviously, Sakamet afterwards after the game was asked because obviously has seen talking to ref at half time. Um, what was your what was your initial thoughts in that moment when you see Tomo Means come flying in? Yeah, he wasn't up in the air, but his studs were shown. Both studs were shown. He's, he did get the ball technically, but in the follow through, he's taken out and caught um, Saka high up on his uh, uh, near mm. his knee. And in the, in the aftermath of it all, while it's all kicking off, you've got um, the Scotsman McGinn come flying out of nowhere and running and with force shoving Lacazette to the other side of the pitch. I thought he was more last cool year to get a red than Mings. I genuinely thought he was. He was gone. more fortunate not to get a red card. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's blatant. That, that's blatant aggressive. Um, Out of control well, behaviour. Yeah. In the street, you'd get arrested for GBH, wouldn't you? Hmm. Yeah, but even as, uh, any other football, well, not any other footballer, a lot of other footballers could get sent off for that. 
I'll be yeah. honest with you. Mm. And you'd if that'd go, be Zaka well, pushing, if that'd be Zaka pushing, that'd have been a red, wouldn't it? Obviously. Oh yeah. Well, he, he, he could have got put, he could have been sent off for that one, couldn't he? For pushing over Lacazette. <laughs> well, you never know. Well, the thing is, you say that about obviously we've seen a lot less being red carded. Literally days before that, Everton versus Newcastle, the midfielder for Everton, uh, Allen. Got a straight red for nothing, knowing near what that was. Yeah. <laughs> the refereeing, refereeing in this country is either bent or bad. I don't know what it is. I saw something the other night. I saw the just the um, the Wolves Leeds game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forward of, of Wolves got sent off. Jimenez. Yeah, I don't know. I know it's a second yellow, but I don't know what was a yellow. I thought it was a 50 50 challenge. I don't mm. know why it got sent off. Mm. I'm thinking and that changed the game, let's face it. Mm. I thought, no, he couldn't have been sent off for that. And, yep, got the second yellow and off he went. It's just so poor, the officiating. It's so, so poor. There's just no consistency, is there? They're consistently you know, bad. It's consistently <laughs> bad, but there's no consistency. One one game no, will be a no. red card for a tackle. Another game will be a yellow. You know what, Steve? You know it would be quite funny if you could silhouette the players, sit down a referee and say, right, mm. this is the game, this is the tackle, this is what, what would you do? Mm. And I tell you something, the referees would not know what to give. And you could even mm. have a referee that's refereed that game and given something. If he doesn't recognise the game, he might even give a different decision. That's how poor they yeah. are. Yeah, well, yeah. They've got plenty of um, ideas. The referee, Dermot Gallagher, was it on television yesterday? Gallagher. Yeah, that's Gallagher, it. Yeah. He basically said they've got preconceived ideas when he what he said. Mm. Yeah, didn't they? Well, I think Jack just needs to change his name to Kane because I mean, he, you know, he, he seems to be bulletproof, doesn't he? Against any any you know misdemeanor foul, oh yeah, don't do that again. You know, well, you call yourself Harry Kane. Have a little bit of have a bit of a shower every time we talk, and you're you're away <laughs> you're away in, you're away in cooking. You are. You know what? All you can do all you can do what Son did get touched, get a ball tapped at you, and throw, throw yourself under the floor and cry like you know what. That was. Mm. That was, I think, I've seen things in my time at football. Lots of pathetic things. But I think that's probably one of the worst things I've ever seen of a footballer making a mug of himself. Mm. You know, he's really mugged himself off now. Yeah, Mark, I think you're right, mate. Mm. I think that is the way. He, I mean, did he think there's no cameras there? Did he think, oh, I'll get away with this. I'll get him sent off and no one will know. It'll be my word against this if we go to the old Bailey. He is an absolute mm. mug. That's he's a cheat. He's a mug. He's ugh, horrible, horrible. He's not that type mm. of player. They tell me though, you know. That's what they tell me. There is positives though, and comes with referees, as Alex says. Mike Dean is retiring this end of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one yeah. club bar for that, the way. Well, you know, you know, he's hoping a Man United job, isn't he? Yeah, I had that as well. <laughs> oh dear. <clears throat> not sure. Oh, this is what Steve F saying in the chat. It says, not sure it happens now, but clubs used to submit reports back to the Ref Association on the performance of the Ref. Yeah, not trust me, it's not it's not done anymore. They're too overprotected. Well, Mark Ryan's come along. But I know it's done at amateur games. I used to see amateur games when I used to play and watch. But there used to be an assessor at every game, a ref's assessor. Yeah. They must do that in the in the premiership. Or or I don't what they do. The trouble is, they've only got a pool of referees, and they're all mates anyway. They're gonna, who's gonna be the judge? The probably assessors are probably other refs, like they got with VAR. Mm. 
that's not going to do anything, is it? They're not going to slow. It's got to be. It's it's got to be external. It really has an independent. Mm. Really They've got has. to take away this this sort of view whereby they can only unrule an on-field decision if it's a clear and obvious decision. Right. Well, that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. The idea of the VAI is they can see stuff the referee can't see. Exactly. Surely. So if there's a handball which the referee's blindsided in a corner, you know, in a in a corner kick situation, there's a handball. He's not going to see that 99 times out of 100, is he? But the VAR, who've got 20 angles, can see exactly what's happened. And they should be allowed to, to issue that. And, you know, whether it's call the referee over to the, the monitor. I mean, during the World Cup, the referee was getting worn out going over back and forth to the monitor, wasn't they? Yeah. You know, checking yeah. everything. Whereas our referees hardly ever check a monitor's decision. Mm. And when they do check it, it's always over. It's always um, um, overturned. It is overturned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's as a percentage, you can tell that if the if the VAR official brings the referee over to the monitor, he's going to give the decision the VAR has seen. Like they said, it's like a coded look. You better look at this. You're wrong, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll see on match of the day tonight. You don't want to be, you know, ripped the match of the day, do you? So you better give it anyway. Yeah, I agree with what Gary said here. Definitely. Yeah, Gary's saying in the chat, PG the PGMOL isn't a problem. It's the league who allows the game to be soiled by poor, poor officials. Mm. And that's been I mean, poor officials have been done for been going on for years, but now the officials are proper professional referees full time. Mm. It's, it's not be any excuse for it, but it's a, a constant thing. And when you see what he, he, the referees like Stuart Atwell again, has, he's having nightmares this season. Ever since New Year's Day, I've noticed it a lot more. Um, had a nightmare that was it? There's a game this weekend. What game it was? Was it? I can't remember what game it was. Basically, he's having an absolute nightmare. Even at VAR, when he's in charge of VAR, he was, in, he was the reason why fucking Alan got sent off for the Everton game. He's mm. the one in the referee's ear going, I think you're going to see this again. He's like, there's nothing to it. Was that Everton who got sent off for Everton? The uh, Alan, Alan against Newcastle oh, I, 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 on I the midweek game. Yeah. It wasn't a sending off? No, it was a booking. It was a hard booking, but that was it. It was not nothing mm. more than that. It was a taking one from the team sort of thing. I think we generally got the best league, but the worst referees. I yeah. think that's just my takeaway. You watch European games, and the referees just seem to be such a better quality. Mm. You know you what? Know, generally, it's across it's the board. Some of them are professionals, you know. Some, well, they've had two or three countries, they're professional referees. Yeah, so if they so can get it right, right, and they use mm. the technology to get it right, you know, you know, the VAR is supposed to be about getting the decision right. Yeah. If it goes against you, it goes against you. But at least you know it's the right decision. If it's a hairline decision on an offside, you know, and you, you don't get the goal, then you just have to, well, you know, it's, it's just not a goal, is it? It's offside. Mm. You know, but if there's a handball in the box and the referee doesn't give it and the VR says, oh, well, I can't overturn it because, well, that's wrong, isn't it? It's got to be it's wrong. It's like a handball where it ain't. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. If it's hit your arm, I mean, that Man City one where he virtually caught the ball, didn't he? And that wasn't given <laughs> as a penalty because there was, a, there was some... Um, some angle which showed, oh, well, it was, there's a bit of doubt. But no, well, which, I know what it was. was. When I saw that, I saw it in real time. I, I said, well, I can't remember I was watching it, was saying, it's not going to be given. And I, you know how I knew? When you took at it from an angle, you can see the badge on the front of the shirt, Man City, you know, it ain't going to be given. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, I didn't <laughs> like, see that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> 
Were they at home by any chance? If you can't see it from the back, but if you look from the side or from the front, you possibly can see the bag. So you and they were at home, weren't they? Were they at home? More like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They were waiting to us when they got the decision. It doesn't matter. But Gary's right. I feel sorry for Son. I mean, Zuma should get done. I mean, you know. I think he kicked the cat harder than the ball, Zuma, honestly. Yeah. The ball, he just tapped. He flicked it. Oh, he, he rolled it. He literally rolled it. He literally tapped. I mean, literally tapped Son on the leg. I don't know. He switched him on. Is it, sorry, it's absolutely just pathetic. From, and yet, <laughs> if, if Granite does that, Red card, off you go. You call the drama, basically. You fancy anyone else from our team that does it, really? You fancy if uh, Gabriel does it? You fancy it be like that? Mm. You know, right. anyway, that's where we are. But listen, we're having a good time. We're enjoying our football. It's all looking good. Yeah, it's been a long so time. Doing the right things. We need well, to also, I think playing, um, playing once a week, they're obviously getting a lot of time on the uh, on the training pitch, coaching, aren't they? And you know, working out what's not working and actually, so, and you're showing, seeing that in the game now where everybody's got a job and you can see um, they're all, they're all doing it. And obviously Arteta's not letting them forget for one second what they should be doing. You know, I mean, he's got to be the most vocal manager in the league now, surely. I mean, Jesus, he's, uh, he's on it for 95 minutes, isn't he? Well, I mean, if you when we when he first took over, if you'd have said where we, I mean, it may all end in tears, but even if it ends in yeah. tears this season, we've still seen progress. And if you'd have said to me yeah. a couple of years ago, we could hit the top four, I'd go shut up. Top, no, no, no. Yeah. And we are so. I mean, I remember the game we we played before he signed for us. Uh, we played Man City at home, and they, I think, they're streaming up at half time. Yeah, was, he was coming. I thought he ain't coming here. He's seen this. It's too big a job for him. For anyone and he came I thought, what are you doing that for and if you have said to me a couple of years later we'd be knocking on fourth spot i'd have gone nah, 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 nah. no way it can't happen and we're we're knocking we, we are well we're kind of with if you look at the table we're favorites but we've got some tough every game's tough we've got some very tough games to come and, uh, and, I, and like i said i never thought i'd say this but palace or what in all my time watching the arsenal i've never said Palace away is such an important game for the Arsenal. But it is such an important game. Well, we've got 10 cup finals, haven't we, now, pretty much? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the way you've got to look at it. Yeah. Um, the game, the, you know, if, if Spurs keep winning, that's that game is massive for us, isn't it? You know, to get, get a win there, or at least not, you know, not lose anyway. I would um, wait. We've got, we used to have, a, we used to have in, our, in our squad 10 centre-halves. I'd have played all 10 centre-halves against Spurs if we needed a draw to get yeah. Europe. Yeah, well, that's right. It's a, it's a big. It's it makes such a big difference to what we do in the summer, doesn't it? Because I know they've got their targets and people they want, but having European football just sweetens the deal a little bit, doesn't it? Oh yeah, of course. Mm. You know, it gives them number one. It gives them more money to spend. Yeah. Number two, the targets will and give an excuse to come as well. But it's also it, gives, it gives you the extra games, doesn't it, to get some of the younger players who aren't playing in the league opportunities. You know the younger players that because we missed out on you you know the uh, europa that's what that's 10 12 games potentially they could have played in to get that well, the conga tavares 
they've had their fist out the last few months, haven't they? Yeah, well, I we've never seen them. They so, um, had a stable side, but they've yeah. missed out. Yeah, but then you've got the younger players, the academy players coming through, like the Patinos and other players that could have played. Even Balogun could have got a run in as well. Sorry? Even Balogun uh, could have got a run yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, Balogun could have got a run, you know, and um, and we might have found out a bit more whether they're going to step up. Mm. You know, so um, so hopefully this next season we've, we've got European football. Hopefully it's Champions League football. But if it mm. ends up being Europa, then I'll take that from where we were. Yeah, back in August. But Steve, he won't put the Balog if Balogun comes back next year and he's not on loan. He won't put Balogun's in the European Cup, or the Championship, uh, whatever it's called, Champions League. He'd do it in the Europa League. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He won't do it in the Champions League. I'm sorry. No, we'll be bringing in new strikers for that, without yeah. a doubt. If you get Champions League. There's no he's doubt. Balogun had the League Cups and the, like the early ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 And Hallen, Hallen will want to play in the Champions League, so we've got to <laughs> we've got to make sure we get there. You know. Well, again, that's for Andrew. <laughs> that was for Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> we say all this, but that, that happens. I will lose my mind. <laughs> Him another goal. Oh, you just else. imagine. You just imagine. You talk about celebrating a goal. If we sign Haaland, I mean, that'd be like it'd be a bank some, holiday some weekend, wouldn't it? A bank holiday Monday to sign the sign the shirt. You know. Oh dear. Now, um, I say, now, it's gone the No, I mean, obviously, a striker is is. Very, very important. And I thought, I always said, oh, we need a cover right back, but we don't now. Not the way Cedric's no. been playing. He's no. not our number one. You know, he's, he's played very well, but he's not as good as Tommy, but he'll do as a number two. Because he, yeah, yeah. he really, he's actually, the, he's uh, he's played a period of games now, and it's made him even better, isn't it? Let's face it. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely. Up to the plate, and it's, he's played very well, and it's because he's played all those games as well. It's given him confidence. Given the defence confidence in him as well, so um, it's it's not as if we're playing with a reserve fullback. Though he's not our number one, that's very good. Uh, the goalkeeper never let us down the other day. That's okay. Mm. Um, up front, Martin never played. We didn't really well. I always miss him. I think he's terrific, but mm. you know we we do need a striker or two. Let's face it, we do need a striker. Or two. I think Martinelli's is a key, but. We just need a little bit more end product from him, from my point of view. I'm being overcritical, might be, but he's got a lot of talent and he creates some excellent situations, but he just needs to find the right ball at the end of it sometimes. I agree, yeah. He's got it all, you're right. He's got it on that last little pass, that shot just past the post where it could have gone in. But yeah. That will happen. That will happen. That's, that's been overcritical, really. But Yeah, it is, but, but you're right. Yeah, it is. You know. But he could find a way of getting into the central position, couldn't he? He could find that he ends up playing in as as the striker. There's no reason why he he's got the talent, mm. you know, um, and he can head a ball. There's no doubt about that. CBF says about Cedric will be brilliant when we get a quality number nine to cross into. I agree, and you know, also yeah. be even better Odegaard pushing those balls into the box. Yeah, yeah. Here you'll see an improved Odegaard, definitely. Yeah, yeah, have a, a lot more assists. Next year, if we get a, a, a top quality centre forward, yeah. yeah, you can tell when they when the build up, they 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 get themselves into a position where they want to cross it, but they can't cross it because you know there's Luckily, no way going to get in the end of it. So it comes back out or cutbacks or you know that's sort of you can see where that's missing. But if you've got Saka mm -hmm. and Odegaard and Smith Rowe scoring goals regularly, 
then we we'll get to the end of the season without worrying too much about Lacazette not scoring. But Lacazette brings other people into the game, so quite happy for him to stay playing because it improves well, the other players I'd around him. Sacrifice that Steve to get someone to score goals because we Pardon? do need goals. I'd sacrifice yeah. someone helping along. I'd sacrifice Lacazette's game for mm. someone to score goals. Honestly, I just think we. Well, we have to assume Lacazette's not going to stay. Lacazette's not going to sign another contract. I would imagine. He doesn't no. want to stay, especially if we're buying strikers. He's not going to want to end up being a third choice, is he? At no. his age. Mm. So um, it's not going to be Nketiah. He's going to go. Thank God. Just to yeah. hope anyone you know, say, think, say this. Say is that how many years has he had to break into the first team on a regular basis? Oh, bloody off. Since Wenger Venga bought him through, yeah. so... So he's in the mate the Niles category, isn't he? He's had so many opportunities to break yeah. into the side, and there's not, not, he's not achieved it, has he? Really, you know, we've got a situation mm. at the moment where we haven't got a prolific striker, and he can't fill the void. Mm. Uh, CC in the chat is saying, "I would go out and get a uh, son, Ivan Tony. The guy's absolute class, and his Premier League proven. He's got a Premier League, obviously." Season underneath his belt, and with Ericsson yeah. recently, he's proven with a bit that bit of quality, a quality born, and he can finish finish a chance off. And again, we've seen over the years, even before we started our transfers uh, last summer, with in terms of Liverpool Day, when it got uh, Mane from Southampton and Ronaldo from Newcastle, who had just been relegated. Robert uh, Andy Robertson was just relegated of Hull, so you can there are gems in them sort of teams where you can sort of plonk out, put in a sort mm. of team that you want to. A team that we're trying to build, and they just build onto That's another level. You know, Ivan Tony. Apart from scoring against us and playing very well against us, first game. Did he score against us? First game of the season, no, he, no, not. he had a very good game. He was so really good game, but he didn't score. But he has scored a few no, goals. Very, Maybe he got so. injured for a bit, didn't he? Has he done yeah. well since he come back? It's more. I think he's he's, he's formed picked up since Erickson's come back into the team. Oh, Since right. Ericsson's got coming and gone into got more regular football, he got that, that, as I say that 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 supply from a quality player of Ericsson's ilk <coughs> put, get the ball in. He's been more prolific since out away from the penalty spot. But yeah, and I think that's what I'm saying. If you can plonk him out, maybe not as a first choice. I'd have him. I've I've been two strikers in and have him just compete for the number mm. one spot. I've got to get him in early. Whole preseason, you you you're two fighting for the number one spot. The other one's on the bench. Off you go, and to see how and see how it pays out. And basically, the way that the way the, the squad's been built, I don't think whoever come who is number two ain't going to be complaining because they're going to be get they'll all be games they'll be playing as well. So when you get to if you're a successful team and you get it right with the squad. You don't get complaints. Look at Liverpool. I mean, they've got five quality forwards. Five. five. I mean, really, really. <laughs> Yotta. Is it Yotta, Firmino, Salah, Mane, and um, Bobby Firmino? Yeah. I mean, they're just unbelievable. Um, they go on, they get taken off. They're no problems. No, no aggro. Just get on with it. Mm. And they do a job. You know, they're, once they're on that pin, they do a job. And, uh, you know, to say that we can't afford work to, no. Of course we can't. You know, that's, you've got to get that in the mindset of the players. They're there for the club. You know, kicking the ball in the same direction. It'd be lovely to have two strikers mm. fight for that place. When they're helping each other out as well. And some games you'll have to play with two strikers anyway. Yeah, that's so, cool. Ones, yeah. So Not every game's the same as we know. 
So um, if you're looking for a little bit more with 20 minutes to go, you bring your second one on and keep your first one on as well. So uh, what would you do with um? What would you do with Pepe? Would you stick with Pepe for another season or just cut our losses now and move him on? Because again, he's 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 had the amount of games he's had and opportunities he's had. He's never really settled, has he? Okay. No, he's not. He's had flashes, and I think we said before, he'll play a good game and then he'll disappear for two or three, won't he? I, to me, I've lost patience. The, the game on the other game on Saturday, I lost my lost my patience with him. I've been supporting the whole time, I'm thinking, yeah, 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 all right, you don't do this, but you do this. And I'm thinking, no, just it ain't happening. He looked so weak on Saturday as well, but mm. he didn't look like he could win anything. It was no, I, I would. He's, no, not for me. He's not for me now. I think if you get two strikers in, you can afford to let him go and say, thank you very much, mate. Next. Sorry. I'd definitely let him go. Yeah, we've upset Russ in the chat now. <laughs> <laughs> Stop slagging Pepe off. <laughs> Sorry, but it is... Look, well, give me a reason not to. Yeah, that, that's what we're saying, literally. I mean, price tag of one side. We've always, I've always said, take the price tag to one side here on basically what, what I see. And yeah, he came against was it the home game against Wolves and was fantastic. Got the goal, quality goal, was massively influential first to that game as well, as you as you know, Melvin as well, because you were there, so you you saw it more than like firsthand in terms of in the flesh. But then since then, he's, he has come on. It's been meh performances again. And then you look at Saturday it was just a you look at Martin he's a footballer basically. You look at Martinelli when he couldn't get in the side because Uber was playing, you know. But when he did get in the side, he gave it 100%, didn't he? He had the yeah. energy, he wanted it, he, he was creating. And he's, he's seen the reward, isn't he? You know, all right, Uber moving on, gave him that opportunity. But he's keeping Smith Rowe out of the side, isn't he? If you yeah, I, I, I agree with Mark here. I'd go with Tan. We can't go for him. They can sell him. I mean, Not that, now. That's a proper centre forward. Yeah. Definitely. Well, the man we want is out there, isn't he? The man that they want, they already know who they want. We're just speculating who that might be, but they know who they want. And... All I hope that the geezer we're going after, Steve, whoever he may be, ain't wants to come to us. Not like we had in the summer, the guy that doesn't want to come to us. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think he's... Uh, I think he's um... You're all eggs in one basket, and then, oh, sorry, mm. mate, I don't want to come. Oh, right. I think it's a guy called Ivan, never heard of. That's normally the, the player we'll be going for. <laughs> I mean, just quickly back to Pepe. He is a luxury player, and we're not good enough yet to have luxury players in the squad. No. He doesn't do enough. His all-round game is not enough. Yeah, Suso saying in chat, I think with Pe the thing with Pepe is there's no question, yeah, no question about the ability of the player, but with the system we want to play and how we want to play, Consistently wise, even under Emery, he was never consistently, even though it was brief under Emery, to that level. And when he did turn up, he got dropped anyway. So again, that's a confidence thing. He's a, he got the ability. He also he's, he seems to be one of them. He needs an arm around his around himself, basically. Mm. It's all confidence booster. And but who would you drop? Who would you drop to get him in the side for a run of the games? This, this is another thing. I mean, sack of this season for everything they got oh, put through back in the summer. I keep saying it. You don't want Saka to get injured. That's the only way he's going to get inside, isn't it? Hmm. And not even that. I mean, even with if Saka uh, doesn't play, I mean, 
You've still got Smith Rowe to find a place for, which I would play anywhere, Smith Rowe. I'd yeah, play him yeah. in goal if need be. He's, to me, he's different class. He's, he's, I just love watching the guy play. Gary makes a good point here about um, Eddie isn't a Premier League goal scorer. Just the uh, just like Lacko, but without the hold-up play, which doesn't <laughs> say a lot, does it? <laughs> He's right, Gary. It doesn't say a lot. He's got a point. Scarily got a point because you can't you know, argue with that. And as I said, and then uh, again, we put that into the equation where we are at the moment. If we do hold on to this and we do finish in the top third or fourth, whatever, but back in back in Champions League, you've got to take a massive hat, like, props off to Arteta. Mm. The resources he's had. Especially this last half of the season to still go on and achieve that. Yeah, yeah. Got to take props oh, off. Well, yeah, absolutely. Not, I'm quite coming our way, put it that way. It's, it's new contract territory, isn't it? It's, you know, it's mm. getting signed up on a longer deal. As Gary saying, Pepe's play yesterday was our, or Saturday, was our te- ask him to do things he's not good at versus Wolves. He was in his element that the manager's issue. Gary, I disagree. I tell you why. I'm sure the manager didn't tell him to keep miskicking the ball, and that's what he did on Saturday. <laughs> or give him three kicks away needed. Yeah, I'm sure the, in the last didn't. minute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, time will tell, won't it? Because you know, at the end of the season, you know, we'll finish where we finish, and then we'll have to make a decision about Pepe. Hmm. Somebody Steve. comes in. For, if somebody comes in for him with a reasonable amount of money, then we'll take him, aren't we? When he was at his, when we bought him from, was it Lille? Leon, Lille? Leon. Yeah. Lille. Lille. Yeah. Pepe was Lille. Lille. Right. When we bought him, he was going, to, you know, it was after him big time, was Chelsea, because they were losing Hazard. Yeah. I was told by someone quite mm. close to there, Chelsea were after him. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Steve F in the chat saying we could we could get Tammy if Roma don't get into Europe. They're currently fifth, playing, having played a game more, and obviously with the uh, Conference League, they're still they're dead. They're scraping through basically from what I make it, what I can make out. So there's there's all, there's, a, there's that possibility we could go in for cheeky bid. What you want? What you want granite still? Okay, swap deal for a bit of money. There you go, sort of thing. Hold on, were Roma in the Champions League this season? No, there was in they was initially in the Europa League, and they yeah. got knocked out. And then now they're in the Conference Europa League. So they, he went to Roma last year when they weren't into Europe. Why is he? Why is well, there, there was in Europe? Europe. There's one in Champions League Europe. But was, what saying, saying, they weren't in the Champions League when he joined them, so he ain't going to leave them because they're not in the Champions League this year, is he? Well, it depends because it's World Cup. We've got another thing as World Cup here, but if they're, if they're not in Europe at all, that includes Europa League as well. They fall further down the league. Oh. There's a possibility that they ain't got Europe at all, at all, and we have we got something we've got some job. Nine World Cup here, World Cup. more games. Is it nine months of the World Cup? Is it December the World Cup? Uh, early November. Yeah, yeah. Oh Not that far, is it? We, we, it ends a week before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've got a one week season break, haven't they? Between the end of this season and the beginning yeah. of the next one to allow for the month, we're going to lose. Yeah, a bit harsh, bit harsh. It's the 6th of August, the uh, start of the it's 6th or the 8th of August, it's the next season starts. Is that the, is that the Cherry Shield? Yeah. 
I think so. Yeah. yeah. But they'd always been European games before them, weren't they? There'd be European games before them when they yeah. qualifiers and that. Qualifiers and everything else. And then yeah. you've got um the season ends on May twenty eighth as well, because obviously the eight start mm -hmm. an eight finish and all that. Um that's another thing to pick up next season is if we are in Champions League, yeah, or you or or Europa League for that matter, is that halfway through the group stages we're gonna to have to come to a grinding halt for this World Cup mm. for the group three wow. and finished. Yeah. I think what Mark's saying there about eight players, I don't disagree with that because if you if you look at the players that are gonna go at the end of the season and we're already short of players now, that leaves quite a lot of space in the side in the squad, doesn't it, to bring in not only your front line players, but also back up quality players as well. I hear what he says about squad players, but yeah. Steve, you've got Good. to remember we've got Saliba coming back. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 Well we've got people like Reese Nelson, we've got El Nenny to move on. Um, you know, players like Torreira are still on a contract on a yeah. on loan, aren't they? So yeah. you've got yeah. quite a few players that will make the Niles. Make, you know, um, so you can we're doozies on his way out as well. Yeah, so you've got probably five players that are currently out on loan that won't come back. So plus the extra three. So that, you know, eight is not a bad number to think about, isn't it, really? Mm. We've signed the American goalkeeper. Yeah. We've signed the other lad, which won't play for us. But the American goalkeeper will probably replace Leno. Did we sign a centre-half as well? Sorry? Did we sign no, a centre-half? Was he a right-back or a, he was a full-back, wasn't he, that can play centre-back, I think? Well, Youngster. hold on, I'll write this down somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the full play centre back. Yeah, the, the American kid. But with him, apparently, the rumour is that basically he's going to come in as an Arsenal player and we're going to loan him out to a European club for next season to get some for a whole season. Yeah. Yeah, the American guy. Yeah. Well, I tell you something, I don't watch the reserves a lot, but I've watched Just a bit of name is. Have you heard of someone called Brooke Norton Cuffey? No. He's a right back. He plays for Lincoln. He's on loan, I think, from us. On loan for, oh, yeah. But yeah, that, yeah no, what? I mean, if you can believe your eyes, he looks a little bit good. He's yeah. 18 and he's built, I mean, and he's fast and he's got all the tricks and he plays a right back. But I said to my pal the other day when I showed him the huge, uh, I said, look at this kid. I said, he could play anywhere. He's got that thing about him where he just bursts through, you know, right back. Great, but I reckon he could play them. Only 18, he's oh my god, tell you what. Yeah. So, some of our reserves have got a very good, you know. Yeah, so we've got some ways of getting them into the squad, haven't we? A couple of them will step up, won't they? Exactly, think. next year, hopefully, yeah. on the peripheral, they could be. Yeah, and then we've got to find place, you know, places for them to play games that they can play in. Well, that goes back to the uh, League Cup again, doesn't it? Or yeah, you yeah. Go to the Europa League. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I think we've said before several times on this channel, it's going to be a very busy summer. But I don't want to be sitting here until the whatever the end of August or whenever it is, waiting for us to sign the first player. You know, yeah, fifty-three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's been done before, hasn't it? Yeah, we've been there, done it, got the t-shirt. Yeah. Get in early, get the players that we want signed up, get the deals done, move out the players yeah. you don't want, and then go from there. Yeah, that's what I mean. I've been saying that for God knows how long. I just want the bit, I want our business done, not just the squad players, but for any first team players they're looking at to bring in as well, get them all done as possible, get them in before pre season so they have a whole pre season. Yeah, 
mm. settling in with their new teammates, setting into the new environment, and so we're ready for the season. Then I'm, mm. I'm sick of the oh season starts. We're still we're still looking for a couple of players here and there. It's like no, I just want to be done and dusted. Like come on, let's kick on now. Yeah, you know it fragmented like we've had it the last few years, and this one comes in one week, another one comes in another. You think what's going on? Mm. Yeah, we'll be cancelling a few contracts, no doubt. So, you know, El Nenny, bless him, he's got to go, isn't he? He's got to find a club. Yeah. Um, well, um, but uh, Steve Efford said in the chat, what well, about my question regarding Joe? Because, yeah, Joe, based in the back of Saka saying that he would like more, a bit more, but not a lot more, but complete protection, but a bit more protection from the referees and all that. This is in his own right, because he has been targeted a lot this season. Gerald came out and said, worries me, basically. Um, mm. I've got this, I've got a hip replacement here, I've got this there, I've got that there. I can barely sit down. He needs, he needs to toughen up and suck it up, basically. Yeah. And there's a, literally, yeah. there's a headline from a couple of years ago where he's, he's asking for the referee to protect the Rangers players in Scotland. Yeah. So just, can you... Ryan, can you imagine if Coutinho gets kicked up in the air a few times? Mm. It won't be quite weird, Gerard. Of course not. No. I'm loving. I'm loving. It's, it's, it's just one thing I'm loving the, 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 the hatred that these these uh, these ex players and the arts of Ashley Young as well are all having against us all of a sudden. Oh, actually, don't even talk to me about him. Seriously. <laughs> he's just, he's just Daly had a tongue off. Tom Daly of football. Horrible, horrible person. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm I'm loving the the hatred that these these ex players or current players are having towards the club towards our players now. Like, mm. how dare they celebrate? And and literally just having to moan about us when we win a game. Haven't, we haven't had that for how many years? The thing is, you know, if we don't win games, you know, we're we're underperforming, you know, and we should be beating these teams. Blah blah blah. And when we do beat these teams. Oh well, you know they, you know they're not playing that well, and you, know, you just think it's, it's just a constant tirade of crap towards us, isn't it? Really, I think. we've got the invisible man as the host. Look, when the Emirates shirt, yeah, yeah. Shaka, <laughs> oh yeah, Shaka, yeah, another another bad. He's got a red card. Shaka's been sent off. <laughs> just listen. Let, let's be. We've got Palace in a couple of weeks. Yeah, let's just do that. Then we've got Brighton. Yeah. Or if we can, if it's a big word in football in life, if we can get the points there, then the other teams are going to drop points as well, isn't they? In the next couple of games, yeah. they're not all going to get six points. Well, if we can get the next six points, it takes the pressure off a little bit, doesn't it? I think we've got we we Relax. could lose another three games and still qualify with what we've got in the tank. Yeah. As you say, the other teams aren't going to go on unbeaten runs, are they? They're exactly. Everyone's going to show any form some of the things must have to play each other. Uh, sorry, Green in the chat is saying with the World Cup coming out, coming up coming up this year. Sorry, international players on the move don't want to be messing around late in the window either. No, no, you want to get your dip, your your, bit, your main business done early. And if there's a few other players coming in towards the end, that's fine. But I mean, I think you want to get your main targets done and dusted, don't you? Hmm. What's this Gerard's tiff with Des Kelly? I didn't see that. Where was I, didn't, that? I didn't see that either. So I don't know exactly what I don't know what actually it was from Saturday, I'm assuming. All oh, right. On BT Sport, but I didn't see that bit, so 
<clears throat> I've only heard that you've obviously kicked off about Saka's comments about being underprotected and all that crap. Oh dear. Um, so yeah, Steve, if you can throw a few quotes into the chat, I'll pop them up on the uh, screen first of all. Mm. But yeah, I mean, as I say, we've got the international. We've got two, what, literally two weeks on that game. Did time in two weeks. In two weeks' time, we're just going to the sec- we've been the second or first time actually. Times it out. We half hour into our first Palace game. Sorry, um, our first three games back are winnable games. I mean, Palace is going to be hard. Don't get it twisted. It's very hard. hard. It's been very a hard hard. place to go to. But I think plus it's got the Vieira factor to add in as well. But I do think them being in the semi final and it's against Chelsea as well. They've got some most of them are, some of the players will have one eye in that semi final. Mm. They don't they won't want to get injured and miss a day out one day against Chelsea and the possible ah, chance nah. to get to the actual main event. So it might that may benefit us, may. Mm. And then they obviously got Brighton, they're out of form, they dropped form recently, they, they can't get a win together, let alone score a goal. Yeah, got a good record against them at home, though, have we? Right. Uh, no, but that's with the teams the way they were back then. Just not looking to uh Go for the kill, really. We got with the the, the Unai um that that full season that we had under Unai Emery. I think Brighton was our last home game, was our, our last home game of the season, and we were one nil up. And yeah, Jack and never think we'd had them back into the game. We drew one all. Is it gonna, it, that's a mentality thing? It's always been a mentality thing of us for some reason. I think we're getting over it this year because another stat that came out was compared to last last season. Between what was it, the Unites of Wolves, Brighton, the Burnleys of this world, we only collected three points out of eight. Was it three points out of eighteen? Well, now yeah. this this year, fast forward this year, we've got a full set like maximum points, eighteen out of eighteen. So the, the mentality is slightly changing now as well. We are beating them teams we should be beating. Mm. It's more mm. of the line the ones that have really costing us is, have cost us this season. Has been the, the top three really in terms of mm. Chelsea home, Manchester home and away, even though we sort of won at home, and Liverpool home and away. Obviously, the odd bollock dropped in the uh, United and Everton game, respectively. Apart from that, again, again, another thing I want to say is consistency. Out of all the teams going for the Champions League, I keep saying it every week, and people are going to get bored of me saying it, but we are the most consistent team. You look at when you look at the form table. We are the most consistent team in the top four race that's going for it. Apart from Man City, Burnley, and then Liverpool last week, we've won every other game between Everton away and up to this point. Mm. And some of them haven't been pretty. Like what the second half of the second half of um, Saturday's game, but we're getting over the line. We're doing the, what's necessary to get over the line. And as I say about Brighton is. Yeah, we haven't had a good record recently. And the last time we played it was in fucking horrendous conditions, but it was what it was. Again, at home, the fans, another thing about the, the fans at the moment is that even at home, it's nice to, it seems it's, it's a great place to be at, Melbourne. And you're obviously tell, mm. you might be able to tell us either way because you're there every home game mostly when you can be. And it's it seems like it's so much more pleasurable for the players to be there. So there's no when there's mistakes being made, you haven't got the fans going oh, for fuck's sake and like muttering under their breaths mm. and this that, and the other. Yeah, it's not even under their breath, well, right? Know, it's yeah. the same thing. You're thinking, oh, shut up! There's moaning out loud. There's none of that. No. Seriously, exactly. where I sit anyway, there's none of that. 
and it, it's, a, it's a great thing. I mean, the, when I come out against Wolves, I was where I went with Jerome that night, and uh, Jerome had to see someone or something. I don't know. He was a bit late coming. Though we sat next to each other, he, um, he came out of the waiting of in the concourse, and yeah. people well after the, the final whistle had gone, and the crowds, were, they were all cheering and singing. It was like mm. amazing atmosphere, and mm. it's like that during the game as well. But, I mean, again, as I said, against Liverpool. Getting beat two 0 the crowd was still singing, which mm-hmm. you never used to get. It's no. such a great feeling. I think now, if anyone breaks rank and starts having a go, I think everyone will go shut the sod up. Weird. Yeah. But it wasn't like that before. It was like it'll give other people going, "Well, I'll have a go," and all that. No, no, no. I think if anyone starts now, I think there'd be people give them a little yeah. like, "Hold on, have a have a think, mm-hmm. mate." Mm-hmm. And that's why I say the players are thriving off that, and then we're getting, we're getting the results. What we're getting, like we're talking about wolves and things, and obviously the performance. We, apart from two, apart from them two moments against Liverpool, sorry, last week, we got we went toe to toe. We gave them a game and a half, and the fans appreciate that. And I, I'm watching it from obviously back home, but you're still because of what I had on a low volume because obviously don't get copyright and all that crap, but you still got that. That feedback of the fans were actually appreciative of the the effort that we're getting put in, no matter what. And even that's yeah. with the singing and cheering and this, that, and the other. So I think that's going to be a major impact in terms of the, bright, the home games as well, the bright the games against Brighton, the lesser teams. Because as you say, years ago, apart from the complaining, when it came up, the only time the fans sort of really turned up to make made a noise was the North London derbies, Uniteds, your Chelseas, your Cities, and Liverpools at home, respectively. Other than that, it was just turn up, expecting the win, and if they didn't get the win, no complain. Whereas now, mm. no matter what, it's the one hundred percent, one hundred and ten percent support to the players, and they're feeding off that. Mm. And that's why I think the Brighton game is, is real factor. We should win that. So that's that should be three points in a bag. Touch wood. And then we've got Southampton. Uh, is it away? Yeah, it's away, isn't away, it? Away, away. We've only got four more t- games at home, I think. Yeah, I think the ho- game, home games are Brighton. United, uh, Everton last day of the season, there's the one in between. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. So, what's going to get us over this line is our away form. And they're going to away form has been fantastic as well this season compared to previous seasons for the last three years. Tough away ones, right? Yeah, we've got tough. We've got Chelsea. Obviously, we've got Shellhurst Park. We've come back. We've got the bridge. We've got St. James's Park under a rejuvenated season. I'm trying to think there's other games. There's other games. Obviously, St. Mary's, as I just mentioned. Spurs. And then not down there. At some point, we play them. At some point. We I'm might play them after the World Cup, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> I just think if we um, if we play at the level we've been playing at recently and since, you know, turn of the year, there's no way Brian should beat us, is there? No. Really, when you no, think about it. Brian, about this, about this Brian, Brian can't play at that level. And I don't think Palace can either. Palace, you know, we should be beating Palace. We should be beating Southampton. If we play, the only way that we won't win those games is if we take our foot off the gas. And I don't think Arteta will let us take the foot off the gas. No, no. If he sees any of the players underperforming, I wouldn't expect them to stay on the pitch. Where he is now, he'll want to take, make sure that every player is doing what they should be doing every game and every minute of every game. And well, if he gets the feeling that somebody's going to start dipping, yeah, they won't. They won't be in the side. He won't want to risk losing points through lack of energy or 
enthusiasm. enthusiasm. And I don't yeah. think the players would either. The players won't put up, won't carry anybody. No. And that's another thing. I'm, I'm getting that off of Piers Morgan and I'm touching now. And this this loving he suddenly has for fucking Abamio is. is yeah, I don't care. It's it's scoring goals. So what? He didn't score him for us. He's, 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 he, yeah, he, oh, why did he let him go? He's scoring goals. He wasn't. Yeah. A few days ago, was it last week? I was like, okay, he's scoring goals for Barcelona. There's like a reply to his fucking stupid tweet he put out. But go back to the moment he signed a contract for Arsenal, the, the extension, till the point he left. Was he con- was he giving us this form at any point? No, no. It's like we signed a different different player. Yeah, exactly. And if I'm being brutally honest here, since he actually got dropped for that Southampton home game onwards. We've seen the Arsenal we've been seeing. We've we've, mm. we've seen the Arsenal we're seeing nowadays. The unity, the togetherness, the as I said, the camaraderie, everything, the fan base being more with the team and everything else. Everything we're seeing now is because he's not in the squad. Yeah. With how it wants these teams to play by the looks, of it, you can't can't afford to have a, ca- a passenger, and we've got we had that in Aubameyang. Because he wasn't he delivering. Was good he played wide. He was a passenger, no doubt about it. Yeah. We had two or three players that were better than him to play wide. That was a problem mm. as well. Mm. Yeah. So what he's what he's doing now for Barcelona, in my opinion, in a lower quality league overall. Mm. You know, crack on. You know, yeah, exactly. he didn't do it for us when we needed him, mm. and he was captain as well. And he didn't do it. He just, he just didn't do it. It's, it's, yeah, as I say, it's just, it's, it's just hacking, hacking me off that Piers goes on about Aubameyang like some love child, basically. Well, like he's I'm the best friend since sliced bread. You're and an you're, Arsenal player. He's, act, he's acting like Arsenal aren't actually performing well. This we're not doing well this season. We, for what we are, we actually are doing well. But he's like, you're no, an no, Arsenal no. player. What, what, at what level do you think I'm going to turn up late for a North London derby? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it just it just wouldn't even cross your mind, would it, mm. as an Arsenal player, to not be where you need to be on time for a North London derby. Mm. You know, but that just shows that his character, no doubt, at some point, he'll fall out with Barcelona. Mm. So, yeah. you know, good luck to him. We do, yeah, he's not an Arsenal player anymore, so yeah. he's off my yeah. radar. Exactly. No, just that's why I didn't drum a fucking time after we play a game. It's the first thing you fucking see from idiot people we tweeting these fucking tweets. It's just like fuck off. Yeah, but they're fan, they're player fans, aren't they? They're not the club. Mm. They're not club fans, are they? Oh, you got the other fucking idiot. You got, oh, you got the other idiot in Spain that's going suddenly changed his tune, saying, "All oh, see, all oh, we need to be for years." He's been saying, we "Need to be back in Champions League. We need to be competing again." And now, because it's going to be, it looks like it's, it's going the way of we're going to get back in the Champions League, because our tech as a manager, the excuse is, oh, we're going to get back, so I don't want to be in the competition. Well, how do you want progress and have high standards? But the second, because it suits, doesn't suit your agenda, uh, want a certain manager out, because that one then won't happen. Oh, no, I don't want to be in it now. It does my head in. Mm. Just yeah, to change the narrative, just to just go with it. If it does happen, see, I told you so. But fuck off, support your fucking team. The whole point in the word is support. You can have a difference of opinion if it's if it's if it's not stupid. 
if you loved the club that much as Aubameyang, you would mm. have done anything you possibly could <clears throat> to get back in that side, wouldn't you? Yeah. <clears throat> but he didn't. No. And the first opportunity he had to move, he took it. In fact, he went over there before he'd actually signed signed the contract, didn't he? Probably if it was agreed, was you know, some over, yeah. you know trip. But actually, he was he was forcing the deal through, wasn't he? That's what he was mm. doing, really. That there was a guy that went to QPR. Was that was he a West Brom player up front? Guy up front. Oh, uh, Odom Wingy. That's it. He did the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Q- out That's on Loftus Road on deadline day. <laughs> yeah. You just don't do it though, do you? It almost smacks of. When Cachelny took his Arsenal shirt off to show his French Bordeaux, I mean, you know, he just Bordeaux. I mean, it's just total disrespect. You just don't do that if you love the club, do you? Just don't do it. There's certain things you don't do. Um, so, you know, good luck to him, but he's not an Arsenal player anymore, so I don't care what he does. Right. Oh, dear. Well, I would care, though, if we ended up reaching the Champions League final against Barcelona next season. Then I would care. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't say that. Howland Howland scores four in the first half for Arsenal, and the Bamiang, you know, um, doesn't play or doesn't score. That that would that would be nice. Sorry, yeah. Um, oh, fucking don't that. say that now. It fucking happened. You can watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! It'd be like the fuck. It'll be fucking Piers Morgan. Piers, Piers Morgan FC against the fucking world, basically. Mm. Oh, dear, the fucking... No matter what, we'd actually win... As I say, we'd win that. Because of I mean, I scored a couple of goals. Oh, we... See? Why are you complaining? Fuck off. Your fucking son speaks more sense on social media about Arsenal than you do. That's saying something. Because then he used to be on Big Brother a couple of years ago. You know, there are there are clubs out there that don't get mentioned on Twitter at all. Ever. Mm. All right. Mm. We're 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 frontline paid news. No matter what we do, we get commented on, don't we? Yeah, yeah. But there's other clubs out there you never hear a squeak from, do you? Really, ever? Well, this is sort of a, a running joke of sorts. We went nine years without a trophy. It's it's the most spoke about thing. Oh, absolutely. In yeah. Tottenham yeah. gone fifth. Was it fifteen years without a trophy? No, it was Tottenham. But because oh, yeah. I also went mean, nine years, black and white TV last time they won the title. <laughs> I wasn't even around. <laughs> I don't know if my dad was around, but Jesus Christ! <laughs> now, um, I was one years old. I was one, and they last won the FA Cup. I'm 33 this year. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, the fourth place is a trophy, depending on who. <laughs> the Audi Cup. I mean, I've got the Audi Cup as well. <laughs> Uh, Steve's asking uh, a prediction of sorts because there's no league. Obviously, games for another 14 days. Come on, will we see St. Tottenham's Day back again this season? Well, I'd love that. Obviously, but it might be might be towards the end of the season before it's going to be very tight. It's going to be very tight. It could go down to the wire, couldn't it? It could be a final day of the season, St. Tottenham's Day, but it will take it. As long as we get ourselves the main the main objective before or near that, back to the side, Champions League. I don't... Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's the target now, isn't it? Where we are now, that's the target, isn't it? It's not top six. Yeah. Top four is our target now. And again, again we've said it before, We even for the balls kicked this season, yeah. our target was just to get back into Europe, via mm. Europa League. 
like fifth or six, we're certainly the prediction show. We, we pretty much all three of us, me, me myself, me, yourself, and uh, Rohan were all saying Arsenal in around fifth or sixth, respectively. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were thinking of, yeah. Yeah. And the best three we games were thinking, I'll take it, I'll just tap your hand, I'll give me sixth now. But no. But that's before we were bottom of the league after three games as well, wasn't it? Bottom of the league, no goals, no points, no nothing. <laughs> and to say, fast forward to this point and say, not only Arsenal fourth, but you've got two games in hand, two games in hand over United, a game in hand currently over your near your next door neighbours, and you're three points clear of them, but six you know, six points what was it four points clear of United, three points clear of Tottenham, six points clear of West Ham. I think we're saying you know, I think they're not gonna yeah. do it, are they? But just also remember that no, those first three games, we were bottom of the league and Tottenham were top, weren't they? Yeah. And look where things are now. And look where we are. In fact, within six games of that, we'd overtaken them, wouldn't we? I think, or seven games. The next seven we games. We played them during that time as well, didn't we? Mm, sorry? We played them during that time. Yeah. The first, like, three games afterwards, yeah. 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 Sit on a sixth game, beaten 3-1, levelled the points up, and then the following week, yeah. boom. Yeah. So, that ain't bad, is it? No. To be ahead of schedule. It just feels like if we finish six now, that'll be an underachievement from where yeah, we are. Yeah, like a disappointment, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. It would take you know, a massive so. shine off the season. It it would. I'd, going again, we've what? We've won 16, 17 league games this season out of the. Out of. I'm trying to think now, 29, 30. Mm. I'm trying to think, no, 28, sorry, we've got games in hand, sorry. So we've, we've won the majority of our games as well in that sense. <clears throat> we've dropped a few clangers. Well, I think them clangers have got out of our system, hopefully, does would. And like it's it's saying something when the pundits when they do talk about talk about us briefly in a positive sense it's in the sense of out of the options out of the possible options of us West Ham United or them not down the road going for top four they enjoy watching us more we're mm. we're, we're playing a more attractive football we're more of a unit we're more of a team we're getting the results and we're, and we're more consistent that's the main thing I think Andrew said it. Before the season started in the um, in the podcast that we did, and you're saying uh, first ten games, if we get around 20, 21 points, we've got a chance. We were, I think was like, we had nineteen <laughs> thing after ten games because of the first three games done us that done us out of there. But the consistency we've been we've been if you look at the course of the season, we've been the most consistent team in a positive sense, mm. and it would be so. Disappointing to sort of throw it away at the last hurdle now because after this international break, it's a straight run 10 cup finals. Bang! I don't see it's in our DNA, I don't think it's in these current crop. No, we're, we're not in top. their DNA to not see it through. <coughs> uh, Stefan's saying he's an Ipswich fan, by the way. And if anyone is listening, uh, I do miss the days of Arsenal fans moaning about everything. No, yeah, we leave that to United now, they can moan about everything. That's United's job. Uh, we we should have beaten Everton at least drawn uh, with United. Yeah, we should have done. But again, look at this, if you look at the situation where the, we were carrying a player in terms of a Bamiang mm. in both them games, and he missed that in terms of the Everton game. He, he missed an absolute sitter to make it two all. The, but the he mindset was wrong against Man United. If you watch that game, yeah, we were all over them. We got a, a goal, one nil up. It took five minutes to agree that went over the line, or someone's in the way of the goal. <laughs> Joke anyway, one there all over, and we could have gone two nil up. I think Martin Denny missed a 
a decent chance. And we decided, mm. I'll tell you what we do, boys, we sit on the edge of our area the next 70 minutes. That was yeah. so bad. That was horrible to watch that. We should have beaten United. We were good enough to beat United. But for some reason, whether it, whoever told them to do it or the players did it, sat back on the edge of our box, wrong. Everton, we were shocking. We were lucky to be one nil up. But having been one nil up, going at half-time, sort it out, say, right, we're hanging on to this and we're trying to link another goal. No, we just played the same way as we did. I made Ricardoson, he had so many chances, didn't he? Mm. He had a couple of was offside. Two goals taken off offside. That's yeah. the best yeah. game he's played all season, though, isn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah I agree. I agree. <laughs> what a do. <laughs> I mean, I think they lost their next 10 games, didn't they? Which resulted in the manager getting the, the sack. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you could say to us, I mean, we on one of the shows, we said, what's your prediction next two games? I thought we'd get four points at least. Had you said to me, what's your predictions for these same two games? You're going to be one nil up on both. And I said, well, six points we're going to get, surely. And we got mm-hmm. none. Mm-hmm. That really, it could have kicked the stuffing out of us, but it didn't. I remember because I think you was, was part of that watch on we did for the Everton game in particular. I was I lost the plot when they went to what was it, it was shocking. Two right? it was shocking. And yeah, and you, 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 I remember overhearing you saying whilst I'm you know, raving, "We ain't getting Europe, Brian. We don't deserve it. We're not good enough." No, we weren't on the day. We it's just no. since then. We've again we keep going over the Aubameyang situation. Since he was dropped, we've seen a different Arsenal for the good mm. in the positive sense. Yeah. And it's all part of the curve, isn't it? It's all part yeah. of the curve that we're on, you know. And you do, and we've said before with younger players, you do get bumps in the road, don't you? Yeah, you know. So we've had our bumps in the road, you know. We all romantically thought we might get something out of the Liverpool game, but when you can bring on players like Firmino and Salah off the bench mm. when you need a goal, I mean, and we're bringing on. Nicolette and Pepe, you know, there's a difference right there, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But uh, uh, and but even that happen. game, we could have, we could have, we could have nicked the goal. There was a, a couple of chances that the Odegaard, Odegaard, chance, Odegaard yeah. chance that goes in. You know, it's a different game, isn't it? But we never gave up, which is what I found. Yeah, you know. we did. And we didn't. Half. We didn't go. We didn't start the game trying to contain them either. We actually took the game to them. We weren't going to just sit back and play on the edge of our box. Hmm. I watched yeah. the second half today, and I tell you what, we still played decent football. We still, yeah, yeah, open game second half, but we still tried it. We didn't have our heads yeah. down. We tried to we go control the game still. But it was our, it was our own errors, wasn't it, that led to the two goals? Really, again, you know, and well, that's, errors yeah. plus they were very clinical. They're very good. Yeah, they were. But that's the thing. You, make your mistake, arm, you make that's a mistake. It, right. You make a mistake against other teams, and. You can get away with it, can't you? You make a mistake against Liverpool, Man City, you don't get away with it. And, you know, and that's yes. that's where we are right now. I think the team yeah. have matured to this question. I think that they've obviously got to know each other a bit better. The back four have played together so uh, so long now, so many games now. It's helped. Uh, I think mm-hmm. Jacker is playing the best football he's been playing since he joined us. And I've never been a fan of his, but he's been playing, as I say, yeah, absolutely. like that. Got put my hand up, played superbly. That helps. Partey's gone up a notch, absolutely mm. two or three notches actually. And um, and we've got the forward line that they can hold the ball, not just hold it up, 
but get the ball and do something with it rather than getting the ball and looking at no one to give it to give it back again and start again we make progression in the last third now which is brilliant you know we it's it's great to see so um i think that had we been on the front foot a bit more with uh, definitely the Everton games we were lousy and the United game. The United game, we should have won. That's what I'm saying. We just sat mm. back. It was, was it laziness? Was it? I don't know. It was just... A bit of naivety as well. Oh possibly. We'll obviously, we'll find out. In terms of main we'll find out come the 23rd of April. Nice and only kickoff there. But yeah, we'll find out. I'll be there. Watch it. What game's that? 23rd of April? Uh, May United at home. Half 12 oh. kickoff. Right, yeah, I'm not that one. I'm not that one. Yeah, I'm missing a few one. games. I'm missing the Brighton game at home, and I'm missing mm. the Palace game away. Not to go to to watch. I mean, live. I'm because yeah, obviously your uh, play coming up, haven't you? Yeah, I got the play. I got the rehearsal on the Monday night, and I got the actual uh, matinee performance on the Saturday. So I'll be oh, be nervous. Be nervous going on. I'll be nervous coming off to see what the result is. <laughs> I'll keep you updated. I'll get Liam to know. I'll forget me lines. I'm bad enough as it is. <laughs> I'll get Liam to, uh, from the North Bank Summit literally to come up, send you a video of him screaming with joy, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's the point. Obviously, this, what you mentioned, you mentioned before, in terms of your referring to, is um, Steve F's comment on the screen here. Don't you think obviously the team has matured? That's what I'm saying. We have matured. It's gone game mm. by game. It's, it's, and I think that's another reason why I don't think we are going to bottle this. No. Touchwood, yeah. What I, yeah, Touchwood. What I think will cost us, if anything, is bad luck now. Mm. That's the only thing. Poor referee. Poor referee. An injury. An injury somewhere, maybe. Yeah, bad luck. Some, a, a decision goes doesn't go our way. Yeah, it normally yeah. would. Without, you know, just it's just or it hits the bar and hits both posts. Hits the bar, comes out and it goes in the other guy. <laughs> I'm talking about you know something stupid. Yeah, I something stupid. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Listen, you can't. I'm just saying. I think I think we can do it. I'm not certain. You can't be certain in football. That's why there's bookmakers. Mm. I think we're okay. I think we're okay, but with reservations. I think if we carry on yeah. as we are, we'll be okay. Oh, yeah. If we, yeah. If we t turn off, you know, have a have a bad game or a bad couple of sessions within a game, that could cost us, couldn't it? Yeah. But the thing is, we yeah. start off the game on, in first gear now, which we never Yeah, used. we do. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we do. Compared to the first half of the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We never got into first gear, let alone no. started first gear, first few games. I mean, Jesus. You know, there's too much walking football. I thought they were like 60 years old, the way they just you could walk around and, you know, pass it to each other. You know, now we've got the pace among them. You know, we've got the young players in the side who've got the energy and the pace, and they can play like that for 90 minutes. You know, Odegaard, I mean, Jesus, I don't know what he has for breakfast, but Jesus, he's he's as fit at 90 as he is in the first minute, and he's been running around for the whole game, hasn't he? He's just non-stop. Um, he's everything about Ozil, but with the... Um, the energy. Yeah. I was, um, Russ has said, would you go for after Coutinho? No, I wouldn't no. go for him. Because if we've got other players anyway. Yeah. yeah, so I'm saying we've got, we've got other guys, we've got Smith Rowe. You've got to drop another decent player for him, haven't you? Who would you drop? Well, exactly. Who would you take out of the side to get, you know, we know who we can, to get a striker, we know who we can take out. Don't get me wrong, terrific player, but he ain't going to, 
be much better than what we got. Yeah, mm. and Madison. Madison's a terrific player, but he, to me, he wouldn't have brought that much more to what we've already got. If you're asking me, do we do we spend money on that? No, we spend money off get a decent set of forward. The thing is, why would Coutinho want to leave Villa? He's mm. got Gerard who loves mm. him. Why would he want to come to the Arsenal for what? We don't, we're Champions looking at two first team football as well. I don't think he'd want to come to the Arsenal. Yeah, but I want to see Smith Rowe develop. I don't want him Smith Rowe oh, sitting on the bench. Exactly. Smith Rowe and Coutinho in the side. So yeah. for me, it's a non starter. Smith Rowe's a reason you got a football, in my opinion. Yeah, so you know, why bring in somebody that potentially could mm-hmm. stick Smith Rowe on the bench or Martinelli yeah. or Saka? You know, so. Yeah. You know. Let those players develop and let's worry about yeah. what we need to worry about. Centre forward, that's yeah. the main thing. And perhaps yeah. another get the season out of the way and go and get what we need to go and get in the summer. But yeah. my, um, in terms of the, obviously, we were talking about obviously how we feel about going into the rest of the season. It was after Liverpool game. I think it was either into that stream or going, you know, it must be into that stream because, yeah, didn't, didn't have a stream. So it must be in the, near the end. My brother was hanging around in downstairs while watching the game and he's as he's gone upstairs he's saying he actually said he believes if Arsenal get 23 points on the remaining fixtures that'd be that'd be more than enough and we've got mm-hmm. since then we've obviously beat Villa so another 20 points in his opinion and we'll have top four wrapped mm-hmm. up hopefully in well, advance I just I don't forget if Chelsea slip up we could get yeah. top three Wow. Yeah, Chelsea. That's the thing. We'll play Chelsea in a couple of few. You know, who knows what's going to happen well. with them over the next few weeks with takeovers and European games and so on. Who knows? We've got Real Madrid and the can't even fans in there at all. Yeah, in the Sanford, in the Sanford Bridge leg, and they yeah. can't take any away fans to the Bernabeu either. Um, but that's the in terms of the actual big big games we've got left in terms of Chelsea, United, West Ham. And then knock down the road at some point, and that gets rearranged. If we can come out of that with at least nine to ten points, mm. I think I think that's 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 the hard that's the hard part done. Yeah, because as I say, we, as I keep saying, we literally beat. We can beat the. We're beating the teams in and around us. We're beating the teams we should be beating. So it's just down to them big games now. We've got to prove a point now. Where yeah, if we win our next three games. Say, we, go, we can go to these teams home or away and beat them. Yeah. So if we win our next three games, United and Tottenham have both got to win their next three games as well. Yeah. They've got to match us. still be four points behind, minimum. Yeah. And United have got to play Leicester. In the first weekend back of this international break, United have got Leicester. Where? OT at Manchester. Right. And then look down the road at home to Newcastle. Who are still fighting to make sure they're staying in the Premier League? Mm. A few more points, a few more wins, and they'll be fine. And obviously, the day after, we got Palace. So, and I think, you know, also because May United didn't play this week, and they were meant to play Liverpool. So, at some mm-hmm. point, they've got to play Liverpool away. Yeah. May United. So, again, Liverpool desperate for the points. Liverpool desperate for the points, weren't they? So, I believe so. When sometime right now. I think they have at Anfield. I think he's at Anfield yeah. as well because they played him. Yeah. yeah. So they've still got him, I believe. I double check and I'll let you know in the group chat. That works in our favour a little bit, doesn't it? Having said that, they do get some mm. results because they beat City the other week. I couldn't believe it. I watched it. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I think the chat can correct me if I'm wrong. I think United, 
well, obviously we we know our fixtures, but in terms of the ones in and around us, obviously uh, United have still got to play. Obviously us, Liverpool, both away, away. Uh, trying to think, but did they play Tottenham again? They've done that. They've done that recently, so don't have to play Tottenham. But I think they, I think they have to play Chelsea as well. Mm-hmm. Let's win our games and let them yeah. try and win theirs. There we go. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying it's it's not so easy for them either. People might say, no, that's what I'm saying. nobody's going to go unbeaten. They've got to go. They've got to come to us and things like yeah. that. Nobody's going to go unbeaten till the end of the season. No. So we've just got to keep matching their scores, if you like. Yeah, keep winning the games. Right, just match it. Uh, no worries, Steve. You can, you can watch this back or listen to this back and soon. We'll come back up soon. But yeah, don't know. It's YouTube for you. I don't know what they're doing to you, but you've missed the entire show pretty much. <laughs> I hope you're keeping well anyway. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap things up. We've been going, what, nearly an hour and a half? Did yeah. just shy of it? And yeah, we've now the international break. I've got a few weeks in terms of the men's football anyway, a couple of weeks to sort of be charged and get ready for the run in. Mm. In the meantime, obviously, I'll be keep, I'll be keeping an eye on the, the women, the Arsenal women, women's team in the Champions League quarterfinal this week, first leg, and then the WSL North London derby on Saturday, second leg the following week, and just something some content in between. But yeah, gonna keep an eye on them, make, would it, get behind them as well because they're, they're having a fantastic season themselves over there. Got Chelsea in the FA Cup semi final at home. That's gonna be an interesting one. Repeat of the final, bit of, hopefully some revenge there. Touch wood. And hopefully, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I want we need the Tottenham women's team to beat Chelsea on Wednesday. Otherwise, if Chelsea win that on, on Wednesday, we're chasing them for the last running, and I don't want that. I want us to stay top for the entire season and that side of things. But yeah, we, as I say, we're keeping an eye on that, all them games and covering them. With hopefully, Andrew will be available for them as well, and a few others. And in the reference to Stefan's request earlier, Liam will be back on the watch along for the next one away to Palace because it's an away game he, all the away games this season he will be here still unless he has a heart attack from Lewis screaming and shouting <laughs> <laughs> if you know you know <laughs> but yeah the lastly as well as I say the link is on the screen here go and find it obviously it's on the screen here but go and find it in the description it's all the de- all the details are there for what, what the, the, the link's about to help out Ola, and he's he's obviously a fellow gunner, and obviously he, with what he does as well, away from the Arsenal side of things, he he needs a little bit of help. He's not far off the target he needs. Just a little bit, a couple, couple of quid if you can spare it, he'll massively appreciate it. So yeah, just go and check that out, and whatever you can afford to donate, if you can. Feel free, and also share it around with all your friends and family and all that. That, that again can share it with their friends and their this, that and the other, etc. That'd be massively appreciated. And with that, yeah, nice, relaxing couple of weeks now. Somewhat. Yeah. Oh dear. Thanks again, Melvin, for coming along. Hopefully you get yeah, nice to see you, Melvin. Yeah, no, thanks. Thanks very much for inviting me on. It's been a long time to be on this. I've been on your quizzes and the uh, watch along. This is lovely to yeah. be on this again. Yeah, on the actual main podcast. I'll see you again, yeah, Steve. Really enjoyed it. And yeah, uh, cool. catch up soon. Yeah, yeah one percent. And hopefully, again, hopefully your play goes well. If you want to plug that quickly, feel free. And 
Yeah, for anyone in the UK can visit and go and watch it. Yeah, it's, 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 I'm anyone's local to Woodford if they're if they are. Uh, it's a very very funny comedy. Where where about you, live, Steve? Uh, down near Heathrow, Stains. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, never mind. But if anyone's local to Woodford, it's on seventh, eighth, and ninth of April. Um, it's very very funny, and it's supposed to be funny as well. So that that's a that's a thing. Any shows during the break? No. There will be. I will. I'll sort them out in the next day or two. I'll sort all that out, and yeah, I'll make sure there's a few shows still pumping out throughout the, throughout the summer. Yeah, summer. Not quite, but um, throughout the international break, so it keeps you guys on your feet and gives you something to listen to or watch, etc. The uh, I think that the audio for this will be out in the next half hour as well. So keep an eye out for that if you want to listen to it back or whatever on the go on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts and all that, so keep an eye out for that. Oh, dear. We could do another uh, Chelsea Rose show. Yeah, we could do. Melvin, you up for that? Chelsea Rose? Do a show just roasting Chelsea. No, no, no. I've got, no, no, no. I was on the radio the other day. Yeah, I saw, you sent the clip over there. Listen yeah. to it. It's all right, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was good, actually. I think uh, if, if Vanessa knew who you is supported, I don't think she was she was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, dear. Well, well, thanks very much. And yeah, no, cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Yeah, no worries. And as always, everyone, thanks, Steve, as well. And if anyone wants to find Steve, this is his actual act on, yes. the, on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> typo, typo, correctly, Jack. <clears throat> yeah. Follow the chart now. You can go and find. Type that in. You'll find him on Twitter. Give him a follow. <laughs> and as I say, he's always on here as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Until All then, right, guys. guys. We'll have a good one. Catch you soon. Yeah, have a good one. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Everyone. Come on. Let's go. Awesome. Come on, you got this. See you later.